Welcome back to the Upstate Coffee Collective Podcast. My name is Matt Pfeiffer. My co-host is Kevin Miner. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Happy Monday. It's been a crazy, crazy couple weeks here, but, uh, you know, now things are going to start to settle down, hopefully, in the crazy American political system. Um, but you didn't come here to think about politics. You came here to chit-chat about coffee and be the fly on a wall of a very shiny basement. Our podcast studio has moved to my basement in the last couple of episodes, and we're still kind of like figuring out what we can do with the space, but um, there's a lot of opportunities here, including potentially creating a video portion of this um, and definitely expanding our capabilities in terms of Skyping and in terms of getting more people around the table, literally, because we literally have a table finally. All right. In other news, uh, we're just finishing the end of our batch of Highlight Roast Number no. 5 from Iron Coffee in Hoosick Falls, New York. It's a dark roasted coffee, which, um, you know, if, you, if you're spending any time in the specialty world, you actually don't see a lot of dark roasts. But this is a really well done dark roast. It's single origin from Tanzania, and it's got those classic dark roast flavors little roasty, some chocolate notes, um, and a really nice citrus note up front as well. Big fan. Um, you can get it online, upstatecoffeecollective.com. You know where to find it. You know where to find us. Um, so thanks. And obviously, All Day ADK is available all the time if you need some more coffee. We have some cool stuff coming in the future for the holiday season, including a variety pack of little coffee samplers, from each of the coffee shops that we um, highlighted throughout 2020. They are going to be different from the coffees that they provided us over the year. You know, it's going to be something different that they're excited about. Um, but that's what we like. Uh, I'm telling you guys this now because I still have yet to, you know, execute on all of this. And I need to put it out into the world to make it so. Because that's kind of that's kind of our gist right now. That's kind of how we've done things. Okay, those are all the notes for today, uh, so let's get into it. Uh, our guests today are um, two wonderful new friends of ours from a brand new coffee company called Attaboy Roasters. You're listening to Karen and her husband, Zach, who started Attaboy Roasters in L.A. Uh, they launched just over a month ago. They're brand spanking new. They're the cutest couple I ever met. Um and we're really excited to see where things go for them. Uh, we got to try their coffee during the podcast. Uh, we talk about what it's like to open up a roastery. Um, what kind of qualifications do you need? Um, how tough is it to get something like that off the ground? Um, where they're at and kind of their philosophy for coffee, including a little description of their flagship coffee character, Attaboy. They do spend some time during our conversation explaining who Attaboy is, um, where the name comes from, and what the character's story is. The character and his cute little cat uh, companion who is just hanging around for some free coffee. So I hope you enjoy this. I know that we did. Um, this episode, we're, we were messing around with Instagram Live as well, and I think we're going to keep doing that. So if you want to catch us recording our podcasts live, keep an eye on our Instagram, and um, that's it. I love you guys. 
I love you guys a lot. We've been doing this for like 28 episodes now, this podcast. Um, and it's just something that I really love to do. And I appreciate each and every one of you that checks out this podcast every Monday. Um, you really mean a lot to me. And uh, we care about you. And so if you have any questions or you want to reach out to us, we're your neighbors. We're your friends. Reach out to us. We love you. I think I said I love you a bajillion times. But I really do. All right. Have fun. Enjoy. time on a on a podcast so well yeah so if i'm you guys just started attaboy up like recently right month month and a half well since we launched okay Okay. obviously we had worked up to that before but launch day was a month ago a little bit over a month ago now that's awesome uh honestly you guys popped up on I, th- I think I told you in the chat, but like you guys popped up on my Instagram and I immediately was like, I've never heard of this coffee company. It has to be brand new. Let's check them out. And I just went to your website and then I was like, oh my God, I love this story. And that's what we're probably going to end up like really digging into for you guys. But like, I just, I really identified with the whole like, hey, we really love coffee. We want to get into this um, background. Um are we good to just start? Yeah, we're good. So we're okay. so we're live on Instagram Live. Oh shit! Hello, yeah, everyone. I don't know if you can read chat from here. Probably I'm not. I'm gonna see if I can invite them and then turn the turn the mute on. So I don't know if um, if Kevin's introduced us yet in terms of names, but I'm Matt. Okay. Yeah, we Matt. Hey, Matt. Zach. Karen. Yeah. Zach and Karen. Nice to meet you. Attaboy Roasters. Attaboy Roasters. I'm so stoked for you guys. Like. Yeah, when you said, you know, you launched a little over a month ago, I immediately, you know, there's there's almost a, a silent understanding that you guys have been at this for many more months than that, just setting things up, trying to figure out how to start this, right? There's so many open questions when you do stuff like this, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it started like the groundwork for it started a little over three years ago, idea of something, you know, starting a coffee company. So it's been a while in the works and totally. You know, a month old it's it's been been brewing for a while right we're uh we have so many questions we will probably pick your brain on and off the air about from upstate or from mine from upstate okay yeah um did you give it a title yes oh sweet i know i'm the man my man (laughs) all right yeah yeah sweet so we got a podcast going live i think so honestly okay so when you guys said like we're advertising 3 p.m. your time. Matt goes, are we doing this live? And I was like, instead of saying just no and like being like, whoa, guys, let's not do that. I was like, how can we broadcast this live? <laughs> so thanks, guys, because you gave us an idea. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> Me too. Um, all right. Well, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Yeah. Welcome to the Upstate Coffee Collective Podcast. My name is Kevin. This is Seven Mary Three, aka <laughs> Seven Mary Three, Matt Pfeiffer. We always ask people this. This would be a great opportunity for you guys to just introduce yourselves. Uh, Attaboy Coffee Roasters, who are you? How are you? And what do you do? Okay. So Attaboy Roasters is composed of Zach and me, Karen. <laughs> I really don't do anything though. <laughs> <laughs> That's me! And like with the easy job of yeah sure I'll try some of the coffee yeah. perfect he helps me like where I ask for help let's be real do you name the coffee Zach 
I did name. Okay, I came up with the groundwork for Lucky Dojo. All right. <laughs> there we go. No, I'm more of the like analytical side of things. Like okay. she'll come with an okay. idea, and then I'll tell her. I'll have to be the bad guy and tell her all the things wrong with the idea, or mm -hmm. how like execute the idea. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's Zach, and then also the other part of Attaboy, Karen. Yes. Karen, awesome. Um, how are you guys? And you can speak in general terms, uh, but I mean, we all know that you roast. What do you do though? <laughs> so my day job is actually in coffee as well. I run a like communal roasting facility, which oh, is cool. where I got the hookups with being able to roast coffee. I, I kind of had the suspicion that that's where that started. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because so you you run a like when you say communal roasting facility, like how many other roasters are in there with you? Um, at the moment, w within the last month, we've grown up to we have about six or seven other roasters that roast with us. Awesome. A few of our accounts that our company is like doing private labels work for. Nice. So you're doing like satellite roasting for other people. Yeah. Awesome. And so, so you, what does managing that kind of a space or that kind of an environment entail? So it's a lot of, I wore many hats, I guess. So okay. Startup too. Yeah. We're all, it's also a startup. Oh, Whoa. cool. Wait. So it's a startup in a startup at the startup. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. That's yeah. awesome. No, yeah. it's crazy. So I've been there for two years now. So we're starting to like, get speed as um, the communal roasting facility, I guess. Mm -hmm. I do everything as far as like doing maintenance on the machine, um, bookkeeping. Uh, I do roasting and like uh, account management. Like it's a lot okay. of different hats. Was this like a trial by fire thing where you just kind of like thrown into this and it was like, good luck. Good <laughs> Yes, and it, it's so it's part of like the story that you guys found on the webpage. Yeah, run us through that real quick. Like, like bring us bring us back to the very beginning. Like, what made you guys want to get started in coffee? Okay, well, go ahead. Okay, so we had just got married mm -hmm. three and a half years ago, so May two thousand seventeen. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Pretty much right when we came back from our honeymoon, we were talking about. I was actually switching careers at the time. Um, so I was in, in, in management in customer service and now I'm in residential real estate. So that's what I primarily do on the day to day. Mm -hmm. um, and Karen just came up to me and she's like, I want to start my own coffee company. And I was oh, like, whoa. okay, so, but you've never worked <laughs> before. <Yes. laughs> that's, that's Those. super, super awesome. But, uh, you you don't know anything about like the actual workings of the coffee industry. Like she I, I loves coffee. She drank coffee all the time. She was into going into coffee shops and trying different things out. But okay. she didn't know the backgrounds. And uh, I guess you can take it from there. Again, I'm the guy who's got to rain on the parade. Like, hey, that's super super cool. But uh, yeah. <laughs> were you like, were you like, honey, what do you know about coffee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> what had happened earlier that day that I he didn't know of was I had just walked into a local coffee shop that I was a fan of, a, a regular, and I like walked in and I noticed there was like a lot of people and my first thought was like, 
this is something I would like to one day like see myself doing, like having a coffee shop. Oh yeah. Um, I really liked the environment that that coffee shop had built for the customers. Mm-hmm. And we thought like, I honestly thought it can't be that hard. Like, I feel like if you have a cool looking place, people will come. So it, like feel the dream style. You're like, if you build it, they will come type thing. Yeah. 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 So that was three years ago. And that's, then I came to him and he was like my voice of reason and was like, wait, but what do you know about coffee? Okay. And so that question got you digging into how do I get into the industry or? Exactly. So then at the same time, both of us were like, all right, well, we're both changing careers. And Mm -hmm. like within the same like three days, we both quit our jobs and jumped into new fields of industry. Like, whoa. So it was was a crazy couple months, like getting married, you know, starting that whole venture out and then being like, let's just start our careers over too. Sure. Why not? Um, So Karen ended up applying to like a few different places for barista positions. Oh, nice. Behold, she ended up getting hired on at a an ice cream company. Yep. Okay. I remember. So I read that on the website. So, but it was an ice cream company run by coffee people. Three coffee people. So that the reason I started applying for a barista was because my thought process was that's the easiest way. To get my foot in the door. Like, to yeah. And there was this um, job description. The title was barista mm-hmm. right next to where I lived. So I was like, okay, let me try that one. Like, it's local. And then when I go to the inner, well, I start doing my research for the place mm-hmm. that I'm applying to. And I realized it's an ice cream shop. So I'm like, okay, they called it a barista position. <laughs> right. It's ice cream. Like, I'm going to go yeah. to the interview anyways, just to get like those, like, well, interview you didn't want to go to the interview. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> was like, I think I'm going to cancel. I don't think. I'm oh, gonna. really? And I was like, no, like just go, even if you don't take the job, it's good practice. Yeah. Like again, the voice of reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> the voice of reason. I don't know what I do, but it'd be like all over the place if it wasn't for Zach. That's like, that's the perfect dynamic, right? You know, you've got all the energy, you're looking at everything and he's like, well, let's focus on a couple things. Yeah. Right. And I need the creativity because on my part, I'm like, I'm just like looking at this thing from a logical perspective. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. she, with all these creative ideas, I'm like, oh, that's, well, that's kind of cool. Like, you're right. That is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach, what field did you go into? Was it also coffee or was it something completely different? No, so I do um, – it's totally different. I'm in residential okay. real estate. Nice. Very cool. Cool, man. Jumped into that, uh, yeah, August of 2017, so a little over three years ago. Wow. How's that going? Is that good? Good. Yeah. It's been uh, – I mean, this whole year has been crazy. Um, oh, I'm sure. But, you know, uh, but the real estate market's been uh, – I mean, it's been insane. Yeah. Since summertime, it's been real crazy because we live uh, – 40, 45 minutes outside of LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting a lot of people moving from the city out this way. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are leaving LA, right? I've, I've been seeing just in general, a lot of people are leaving California, but specifically there's like a de-urbanization happening. Even on the East coast here, a lot of people are moving mm-hmm. North from New York city. We're in exactly. upstate New York, which is about three hours South of the Canadian border. Um, and people are coming out here and... I've seen a lot of Jersey license plates, which oh, means yeah. they're from the city. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. 
we've seen it a lot. I mean, and we're pretty close because Karen works in downtown LA, so mm-hmm. it's still commuting distance. You know, we have we have a, a train that that runs through and all that. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I but, take the train. Yeah. Um, you do? I'm going to be eco-friendly. Well, I mean, that's super eco-friendly. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so we're getting a ton of people moving out this way. Just, you know, they want like bigger uh, yards for their families and like more mm-hmm. that have that room together. So yeah, it's going well. So, so you go to the interview and do all three people who run the place interview you? And like, you're like, hey, I want to work in coffee. They're like, that's perfect. We'll groom you. Or like, like how does that play out? So it was one person who was basically the one hired, like the one from the group of three mm-hmm. to deal with the day-to-day um, operations of the shop. Okay. So I go into the interview, like I, I asked him like what the position is about because I, like it's an ice cream shop, but you called it a barista. So he explained to me why, like he just did it to get more traction. Oh, that does make sense. So I told them that the reason that I was applying, I told them my plan. I was like, I need to get my foot in the door industry because I had this grand plan to one day start my own, like, brick and mortar. At the time, I was mortar type business. So, mm-hmm. like, and then, like, he started explaining to me what he did as his day job. And what his two other partners did. And at that time, since I didn't know anything about coffee, like all those words that he was like throwing out there, like made no sense to me. I finished my interview. Um, I think I remember going home. Oh, he then like, um, like, like I said, was explaining like everything he did. And like, it was all like jumbled <laughs> to me. I go home and tell Zach, like how the interview went. I was unsure if I had gotten the job because, like, we just kind of left things open-ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, like, thinking, I don't know exactly what this guy does or if working at an ice cream shop is a step in the right direction. But after this interview, like, all I know is I do want to give working for this guy a shot. And that's how it started. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so the next day he, like, hit me up again to see if I was available because he wanted to go to a buddy of his who was in that area because he actually lives in LA. The Mm -hmm. ice cream shop is out where we live. Um, He had some clients out there because he sells green coffee. Ah, he's a green buyer. He's a green buyer. He does importing and exporting as well. Oh, cool. It's crazy. Like, yeah, he also owns a farm in Indonesia. Nice. So he he's really in the industry. Um, with the three of them, it's like the whole industry. What is, is like, the other guy? He owns. Oh. So one of the other guys owns like a huge coffee distribution warehouse. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much all coffee coming into LA is stored at his warehouse. Holy oh, that's awesome, dude! Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be cool to just get a tour of that place? You know, like just hang out in there for a couple of days. Have you got a tour? I have gotten a tour. Ah. Possible if you guys are in California. I'm sure we can work something out. That would be oh, super sweet. Yeah. We have we have so many reasons to travel and like no capacity to thanks to <laughs> thanks to 2020. You know? <laughs> yeah. What a right year. There. It's been a great year. It has been a good year. We, like we keep talking about that. Like we feel weird about feeling good about I, 2020, yeah. but it's been pretty good. It hasn't it hasn't been good to everybody, but there the continuing theme that I'm seeing is there are a lot of people 
who are creative or inspired or passionate that execute on that finally because like the world kind of stopped for a second and people reevaluated and things like Attaboy became became a thing upstate coffee collective became a thing our mm -hmm. friends have decided to start streaming video games and became a twitch affiliate like oh i have God, so yeah. many stories of people just like trying shit and I, and it works out because half of it i i would imagine half of it is just executing yeah you know and the other half is working hard at it getting better mm -hmm. right oh yeah um Do, would, would you say that having this year like the way that it played out kind of played a factor in you guys starting up attaboy totally i was so well like i said like the company i work for it's called la roast i'm just gonna refer to it as okay LA. yeah, yeah, yeah. la roast started getting a lot more clients this year and <laughs> i started coffee like with this goal in mind i kind of felt like if i don't get started now i'm gonna be left behind so yeah, that yeah. was definitely like a pushing factor for me like and that was in 2017 that was in yeah when i first started with this dream yeah so continuing with that a little bit like so you you end up getting the job at this ice cream place it's run by people who are embedded in the coffee industry let's say and what do what was that like was that like were you like were you really into the ice cream job? And you're like, oh, well, maybe I could see myself doing this, but coffee's my real passion. Or was it like, all right, I'm just doing this to get to the coffee. Got to make it through. Like, Well, at times, I there were times of doubt, I guess, like feeling like, I bet you that was just like talk to get me to say yes to the job. Like, mm -hmm. is this anywhere? Um, I'm just working at this ice cream shop now. There was a point that I reached, like an hour or an, an hour, a year in, where I was like ready to call it quits. Oh, whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like with the ice cream shop, because it was, I felt like it was taking up a lot of time. The um, responsibilities um, were like getting a little messy, and I was just getting frustrated. Well, and that was another startup. <laughs> so they were just opening the shop. Oh, they did right, three startups a, right in a away, year. they hired her to be the wow. manager of the shop. Right. So yeah, they after their interview, they he called him and was like, Hey, I know you applied to this like part time position. Yeah. He's like, I want you to 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 run the whole thing. Yeah, like, Whoa, oh, I, was, I became the manager. <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool though. So like once again, trial by fire. You're just thrown in and they're like, Yeah, we, we got confidence in you. You're good. And yeah. these guys are super cool, but they're I mean, they have some like high responsibility jobs other yeah. than the startup. So oh, they yeah. didn't deal with it. So it is more like, hey, you know what? Take care of it. They're like, we've made this thing. Run it. <laughs> yeah, I think not, right. I think they wanted not to deal, not to not deal with it. They just wanted to like have someone run it for them, have this side business where they could still focus on their day jobs. I'm gonna call mm -hmm. it, but not be taken away from them exactly. So yeah. So mm -hmm. I had no prior like management experience, but. Yeah. I felt like, you know what, I, I'm going to do it. It sounds to me like you guys might eventually find yourselves in that position, like when you're when you've got coffee going and you're running real estate and like you might eventually be hiring staff and going, all right, we've built this thing. Good luck. We have faith in you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'd be a good problem to have. I would love that. Oh, definitely. That's full circle, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, I'm wondering, you know, you guys have been uh, in operation for a month. What does your operation look like right now, right? Like, do you, are you an online store only? I know you have that that shared space where you're roasting. Is that also a retail space? No. It's no, yeah, it's all online right now. Okay, what? cool. Cool. We're also the, we're in the same boat. And so I, I Yeah, we're we're like the East Coast you guys. Yeah, we're just <laughs> Yeah, it's just, like pretty much all I online, am. but a lot of people that we know like, you know, if our our good friends or someone close to us family orders it will like go drop it off to them, Definitely. you know, things like that, but we did that. We've continued to do that. Yeah. Anytime you can save five bucks on shipping, right? You just you just <laughs> get in your car and I'm totally with it. We're dropping it off to you personally. We're saving five bucks on shipping. Yeah. But we're coming to you. Well, it's shipping and handling, right? Yeah. Real nice, but it's more like, no, this is just money we're saving. Shipping is crazy more expensive than I thought. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. We <laughs> definitely had to change up our pricing structure when we were like adding all that in we're like well this is this is more than we thought it was gonna be yeah it adds up fast like you don't think about it and then you're like all right so the boxes cost how much again and then usps is gonna charge us how much again yeah. like yeah 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 exactly so we're so we're not making any money at that price Wait, we talked yeah. about are we we're losing okay yeah he does this see i would be like free shipping <laughs> Right. He's better at it than I am, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to have a financially viable slat. Oh, not viable. Not, uh, fi savvy? Financially responsible. 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 Savvy. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he called. I, I mean, I like to spend money. I if like that, words. You know, that yeah. you do like words. <laughs> uh, so are you guys, uh, are you guys working shipping into your price or do you uh charge a, a flat rate for shipping or is it variable is it kind of calculated to check I out feel like i should know the answer to that question since yeah right since you ordered <laughs> so we yeah. do a flat fee within california yeah okay because yeah or it's free sorry so it's worked into our pricing oh, um, cool. but within california because the the rates don't vary too much but once you start going out to like new york for example you know it skyrockets <laughs> so then totally. we do based on uh, on the location they're shipping to. Mm -hmm. Yep. Totally. I mean, my my biggest fear is uh is, you know, somebody from California ordering uh six or seven bags of coffee and I'm like, that's amazing. They just bought six or seven bags of coffee and then calculating that shipping price and be like, oh, fuck, yeah. you know. <laughs> yep. Um okay, so 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 one month in, um, what is, what's like the biggest, I mean, I guess we kind of covered shipping is probably one of the biggest like lessons you learned right off the bat, but what's another lesson you learned right off the bat? You go live, like what is something that comes up that you're like, I didn't think about that, you know? Um, I, I think just the, the time put into it, right? Like at first you think like, because you're starting up and you're not doing mass production that you won't have a lot of time invested into it, but it's yep. totally reversed because you're just starting up. You need to invest so much time into it to grow that. Right. Yeah. So yep. I think the amount of time that we're having to put into it, especially her, like, again, I'm more the bounce ideas off of it. Hey, do you need me to drop something off or, or help with this or that? But I think a lot more time. Um, I'm sure you can relate. Actually, Time, the time that the post office or UPS are open to me matters a lot because since I'm still working like a regular job, mm -hmm. I'm 
at work when those places are open. Totally. And I do pickups because it's a little bit more. So I'm like, okay, I need to like leave my house in time to be able to drop this off. Or sometimes I'm leaving too early and I get back too late. So I can only do it on specific days. Oh, wow. I'm trying to think. It doesn't sound like it'd be so difficult, but I guess that's been like a thing. Like, No, no, that is tough. We We both work day jobs and like just... Sometimes, like, just finding the time in the day to make something work between 9 and 5 when you're working 9 to 5 pretty much is, like, almost impossible. Yeah, banks too, right? Oh, my Same God. Same problem. Sometimes I'll rely on him to do that, or I'm trying to, like, make a routine, like, like schedule out my week and, like, Wednesday yeah. morning, it's my day off, Go to start my day by going to the post office, something like that. Yeah. Oh, Nice. That's a good plan. You're like, yeah, you're figuring it out. You're dialing in. He does the same thing. He's got the, or you've got the organized calendar. I, I'm I just had to. getting mine organized. I had you know? to. Yeah. yeah. I was running out of hours in the day and I was realizing that like I needed to, if I was going to be not only like effective, but also like just good to myself, healthy, right? Making sure I'm exercising or going to sleep at the, at the right time. I mean, I have to block out this hour. You can find me at the gym or this hour you can find me sleeping, you know, and it's like that's how it is. And I hate that because like I personally am a night owl. I like to stay up really late and sleep in late. Yeah, yeah. And that's not how my life works anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, routines are like key, yeah. I think, to, to starting a, uh, being productive. I think any business owner needs a routine of some sort or you're going to get lost in the weeds unless you have like unlimited money to make other people do it. I, but we certainly don't, right? There I mean, you guys are operating with three people, so you got to do most of the stuff yourself. Two, two. people? Just, just the two, two of just you? Them. We're operating with three people. Oh, I was, We've got the extra person. I was projecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's uh, your third person at? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so you're a year in. The ice cream shop is like, you're, you're kind of like, I'm ready to call it quits. And then like, what ended up keeping you in? Like, wh what were they, did they sweeten the deal? They say you could come roast? Like. They way sweet. Okay. I told them, I was like, guys, I think my time here is done. I told them this. Mm -hmm. And so for so long, if I was to like, I wish I would have never said that. I had a moment of weakness, but anyways, it happened. I told them like, I'm ready to leave. And mm -hmm. then. The same guy that interviewed me um, called me up and he was like, hey, like, I know that, like, just hang in there a little bit longer. My roastery is about to open. And I was actually thinking about having you come on board with that once that was opened. And oh, sure, nice. Yeah. Sure enough, that is what happened. Just like a month or two months later. Though. Yeah. A month or two months later. Two years ago now. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. So... That definitely sweetened. Well, the and at this, did you start working at Chimney before or after the roast? Same, same time. So then his partner, his other business partner, who's now new to the equation, yes, the roastery with him owns a coffee shop in that same area. Oh, so cool! Go on yes. to actually be a barista and not just the ice cream, you know, person. So nice. Then she like transitioned from from the ice cream place to yeah. both being a roaster, facility manager, and a barista, and then kind of dove into that world. And that's when I actually start my coffee career. Yeah, yeah. career. Yeah. So you, so you go from cold scoopable to hot beverage. Yes. In like the, a matter of two months. Yes. And, and had you learned anything at the ice cream place about coffee at all? 
I, I had learned because you guys had done some cuppings. And yeah, stuff, because right? they were oh, cool. coffee guys. It, um, the ice cream shop is like in a little college town. So oh, nice. a bunch of college kids were into coffee. And once a month, we would try to do like a coffee 101 thing. Oh, cool. Um, so we did. <laughs> my first cupping was actually at the ice cream shop. Um, I led like a talk on like Mexican coffee once. Like I did college kid again, like doing my research and then like presenting something. That's cool. I didn't learn a lot just working with them. I was gonna, I never learned. Yeah. So, so you ended up learning, like, did those skills transfer over? Was it like a fresh start when you started the roastery? It was pretty much, I felt like a fresh start. Yeah. Because although I was learning about coffee, it was all like in a book type of thing or like on paper never mm-hmm. had we had a coffee machine in the shop the ice cream shop but it was all like push button technology oh <laughs> he says boo i thought like oh <laughs> you had a nespresso basically <laughs> yeah yeah dude one time one time i was in a um I was in a car dealership and they had one of those machines that you press a button and it literally will like brew you not only coffee, but then like steam some milk for you and like make you a latte or whatever. What? And, like a little robot and he would like, and it just like pushed a, a little, little cup out. <laughs> and I just looked at it with such disgust. I was, it's like, you robot, you disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, dude. That's, so, so that's a real story. Was, yeah, so, <laughs> I've seen that. Was that, was, was that at Zapone? That was Nissan. Oh, uh, that was Nissan, dude. I feel like all of them have it though. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all have one distributor. You know. So, so you start fresh at the roastery, and at a coffee shop at the same time as a barista. Yes. Did Did you like have to like keep like separate notebooks of like what you were learning and like start like digging into each one? Were you burnt out at all, or? I was not burnt out. I was like super excited. So there okay, was a good. jolt of energy that like came from that. Like freshness, like moving from the job she was yes. like bogged down by into like what she's been wanting to do. Exactly. So you were reinvigorated. Yes, yeah. exactly. I s- tried starting off with like an iPad to keep track of everything, but I'm just better with a pencil and paper. I have every notebook that I've started to use since then. Oh, that's awesome. I love that, that, uh, I don't know, that tactile pen and paper kind of thing. I've got a notebook as well and, and it doubles as a journal. So like this notebook will go from, you know, one page will be like notes from our meeting, you know, like the you busted three of it us. out today. I did. Yeah. yeah. But then like the next <laughs> one will be, you know, how I'm feeling today. <laughs> you know? Dear diary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I think again, like the same week that she started at the ice cream shop, I started in real estate. Um, it was second week of August, 2017. Yeah. It was like right there. Uh, yeah. So I started then and have been doing it ever since, but it was a, it was like a crazy year, you know, like getting yeah. there, taking on this new like responsibility of like us caring for each other and then mm-hmm. fully quitting everything we had done before and jumping into something brand new. Mm-hmm. It was, it was an experience for sure, but it worked out, and uh, I'm glad we did it. It was a little mm-hmm. nerve-wracking at first, but uh, it was it, it paid off for sure, and I'm uh, uh, I'm I'm happy with the result. Yeah, you guys seem like a really good cheerleaders for each other, for sure. I think we have to be. Yeah, you know, luckily, like we both have that entrepreneurial kind of spirit. Mm-hmm. So 
we can both like you know like with what she's doing with coffee although i'm involved with it i did the exact same thing with real estate you know three years ago like starting from scratch based mm. getting into it so uh she i mean she cheered me on throughout all that and now i'm happy to be able to do the same for her so nice i've got um I've got questions about kind of all right, well I've got two subjects, but I'll start with the first. <laughs> <laughs> this is how this is how my silly brain works. Uh so the the idea of starting a business in general, especially for people who don't own a business or don't who who aren't even exposed to the entrepreneurial spirit, maybe they have it in them, but like for instance, nobody in my family started their own company. You know, they all were just working class uh, nine to fivers. And when I started to develop this interest in entrepreneurship through the Upstate Coffee Collective and whatever we wanted to become and whatever we will become, mm-hmm. um, there is this hesitation or this, this, this level of overwhelm about all of these things that I don't yet know and all of these things, you know, how could I execute on this? Like, who am I? Did you have doubts going into it? And, and what were some tactics you used to kind of overcome that? Um, or even resources that you used in order to get knowledgeable enough to be able to start something like a business? Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so for me, I was part of, um, like a pretty big real estate company, Remax. I'm sure you Right. Um, So they're basically like franchises, right? They're all over the place. Um, So I was Mm -hmm. uh, part of a Remax office. And then in the beginning of 2019, uh, most of the team, there was, I think, seven of us that broke away and actually started our own company at that time um, that I was able to join on with. So I got to see them like go through the process of setting up a corporation yeah, you know, going through the process of doing all that. And then with her, I mean, she started at the ice cream shop that was a startup. So she got to see it from like idea to completion, the yeah. rotary, which was a startup and see it. So we had both been around it to where it wasn't as intimidating. You know, there's mm-hmm. like things that we didn't know getting into it, seeing other people who have done it. And then those people entrusted Karen to run it. So it was like, of course we can do it. You know, it totally. was I think it was that encouragement we needed yeah. of seeing other things start and be successful and being part of it. And then just saying, Hey, it's, I think it's our turn to take the leap. Like, you yeah. know, you know, they, we see these other people jumping, they're jumping, they're jumping. It like, hey, jump it's time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's always, I get if you, if you haven't been in a position around that, it's definitely daunting. And even when you are around it, it's a little daunting. Well, it's always a risk, right? There's always that inherent risk. When you're going, let's say you're going like cliff jumping, you know, you're jumping like 25 feet into the water. Yeah. If, if you know no one's done it before, you're like, what well, is there like, is there like a rock under the water? Am I going to like break right. when I jump in? But if you see like four other people do it and they get out and they're fine, you're like, oh, perfect. I can do this. Yep. It's kind of the experience that both of us had. I think in was there anyone or was there anyone or anything that you guys were kind of using as like entrepreneurial fuel for the fire? Was were there people who were giving you guys advice as you were concepting this idea for Attaboy or like was there were there books that you felt were really useful when you were con- like that you had consulted for information? So one thing that really fueled me was getting asked to do work 
for Mm -hmm. another person's business in their way. Mm. Um, I do labels for my boss and like, he has me do them exactly how he likes them. And in my my head, I'm like, I would so do it this way, but it's not my business to make that call. I have to do what he says. And then one day, and then thinking like, when I do my own thing, I'm going to be the one telling me how I want something or not. Yeah. They're not done. Heck yeah. Let's get into that real quick. I was, I actually, I really wanted to ask this question. So where does, where does Attaboy, who I'm assuming is this character on the bag, where does he come from? And also his cat. Like what, what is this? The cat is actually not his. It's a stray cat. That cat is not owned. That cat has no owner. That cat is independent. We'll start with the cat. It's all like. Um, I think storytelling like runs in my family. My grandma has been a storyteller, so I wanted to tell a story. Um, the reason they're cartoons is simply because I've always loved cartoons since I can remember, like growing up. Mm-hmm. I like was drawn to like bold colors, like bold lines, cartoons. Yeah. Um, the cat is not the boy's cat. He's a stray cat who only sticks by the boy because the boy gets him free coffee. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking I like that. I'm looking at the the cat has a little thought bubble or, or speech bubble and says something for coffee. Here for coffee. Here for coffee. It said it on the back. Yeah, it's actually, it's right there. So they put it, look, they have these cool little cat stickers that they put on the label. And then I ripped his head off because oh, I was trying to open so the Oh, that's so sad. Um, <laughs> um, he, he's like saying here for coffee, like, hey, like when you get invited to like a party and you're like, hey, I'm just here for the food. Yeah. For the coffee. He's Coffee Garfield. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Garfield likes coffee. Oh, yeah. He does drink coffee. You're right. That's dope. They should be friends. That is dope. Um, so it does he have a name? Like, you don't have to answer that question. That You don't have to be that far yet. You're a month in, and I'm, like, digging into your symbolism. <laughs> like, the cat, right? Um, right? As of right now, he has the name of the apathetic cat. The apathetic cat. Yeah, he's apathetic. Oh, oh I like that. I don't I have a name for him. No? No, and then same with the boy. Attaboy is his name now. Yeah. It just came out of being, like, his name is, like, it just became his name. Honestly, I like that that character's name is just Attaboy. Like, I think that's cool. That makes it simple, yeah. right? And it's identifiable. You're not making him, like, Justin or anything, you know? Like, <laughs> Justin. I don't know. I was just picking a name. Uh, it's not like you name him Cadence or anything. Which, <laughs> which came first? I got to know which came first, the uh, the boy, like, the character Attaboy or the name for the coffee company? Um, the name. The, yeah, the yeah. name. Like year, she'd been literally just hitting me like randomly. Hey, what do you think of this? And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like yeah. every day, she just randomly. She like texts me like randomly in the afternoon sometime with just a name, and I'm like, like oh, it must be a coffee name, okay. And then finally, somehow, <laughs> somehow she got to add a boy. Like just was like, what do you think, add a boy? I was like, oh, that's that's, that's kinda, pretty nice, kind of cool, like kind of cool, you know? Cool, All right, yeah. People say it all the time. Yeah. How people that know me and will be like watching TV and a character says attaboy, like attaboy. They'll like yep. be like, oh, attaboy. <laughs> like, not. <laughs> they said attaboy. They did it. Yeah. Well, it was between 
Well, can I say the other name you're sure. talking about? Yeah. It was between that and she she was deciding between that and Cheerio Mate. Yeah. Oh. Cheerio Mate. Lo- I love Attaboy way more. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Cheerio mate would have been like, people have been like, what are they from the UK? What's going on here? <laughs> They're from LA. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that. that. So you're just texting him randomly. You're like, hey, what about ZZ Cups? Like, you're just throwing names at him. <laughs> Matt lost it. Matt can't handle ZZ Cups. <laughs> this happens, just so you know, this happens all the time. <laughs> like... <laughs> Matt has to deal with my ADHD constantly, so. I'm, I'm guessing that's an inside joke? No, not at all. No, I just made it up right now. Oh! <laughs> no, like he, Matt has to. not a name you had hit him with earlier, like. No. Hey. no. That, guys, that, that came out of him organically and within a millisecond and he does this all the time and i sit like sometimes uh, he's really good at like like branding people in a very genuine way like yeah. he'll he'll like he'll be like so what i'm hearing from you guys is and then he'll just he'll just have this this like enlightened sentence come out of him yeah. and they're like oh my god can i use that and i'll just be like yeah it's free just yeah, take it's just, it it's a formation it just of it just comes out of him yeah Was there a lot of other stuff like when you first were coming up with your first blend? I mean, obviously you went for a medium roast, which I think is great. It's super drinkable. Um, was there a lot of spitballing with that too? Were you like, were you looking at stuff that was being bought like and kind of analyzing like, oh, what's more popular? Like, which one should we dig into? Because you kind of had an in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a blend. I've been careful like to not call it a blend, but it is a house coffee. So I just want to just call it like its single origin name. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, I think I'm going to stick with calling them like names I come up with, even if they are single origins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that makes it your own. Like you're not doing the thing that other people people have delegated for you. Like I'm I'm picking up on the vibe that like. You don't want other people to tell you exactly what to do. You're like, hey, this is how I'm going to do it. <laughs> Attracted me to coffee or it like pushed me away from coffee. But I thought there was like a lot of pretentiousness around coffee that like so many people find intimidating. There can be. <laughs> yeah. Says the guy wearing a paper boy hat and a tracksuit. Dude, I am so comfortable. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> I'm just Matt has been so <laughs> Matt has been making fun of me all day and saying that I look like I'm part of the Russian mob. And then I actually wore this to go vote today, which like just makes it funnier. No, yes, yes. I am Kevin, I am Kevin Minor. Kevin Minor here to vote at least once. <laughs> at least <laughs> once. <laughs> like, um, so Coffee can definitely, so yeah, coffee can most definitely be pretentious, pretentious, but I think you saw it maybe, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe you saw the opportunity, if you were to make it your own, if you were to have your own company, you you get to make the rules. So all of a sudden, a single origin can can now be Lucky Dojo, you know? And it's like, yes, I, you know, I serve... uh, all single origin coffees or a majority single origin coffees. And I, I care about where they come from and I have great relationships at origin, but I also like to just like brand them in a fun way and make them, make them fun. Yeah. Well, and I think like when the, when we were first starting out, like not first starting out as in launching the company, but conception, like talking about it, Mm -hmm. we 
for a little bit, and even I was kind of encouraging, it was like leaning more towards mainstream, like what appeals to everybody else? Like, mm-hmm. how can you market it and create like this really cool product that other people are going to be into? And then had to like take a step back and be like, wait, wait, why are you doing this? Like you're doing this company to be a reflection of who you are and your interests. Mm-hmm. So that's what the company should be. So instead of trying to create something that's going to just appeal to the masses, hey, why don't you do something where you have full creative freedom with and just run with it? Like mm. this company should be kind of a reflection of who you are like, and bring that to the table because the point of starting your own company is to have that freedom. So why like get into it to have the freedom only to put restrictions on yourself? Yeah. Mm. Well, you guys seem like really fun people because obvi- like like that's what struck me about the coffee. I was like, oh, this is fun. Like and that's, you know, like uh, and, and even the name like there there were two parts of my brain. There's a part of my brain that's like, what's Lucky Dojo? I need to know everything about it. Why is it called Lucky Dojo? And then there's a part of my brain that's like, it's just called Lucky Dojo, dude. That's cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. and No, I like words <laughs> that have you find it in the word kitty and dojo and like they both have like dojo like the repetitive o so i definitely want to stick with that theme just because i like repetitive words like that like oh yeah i don't know no other word comes to mind right now but like i want yeah like yeah i i definitely want to keep that oh yeah do you love the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for that reason? I've not seen that movie actually. Oh my god! It's okay. I'm I'm throwing it down. Super fun. If you guys have, I think it's Disney. It might be or it might be MGM, but whatever it is, whatever it is, it's a classic film and it's great. And it's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, where's Lucky Dojo come from? Like just the word love or? Um, Dojo. He came up with that part because I was oh, nice. like, used to have this ring like this same sound repetition so he said dojo and i was like well what about like lucky dojo i just threw it out there we both liked the ring it had and then we went with it like lucky dojo was our thing i love it i mean i'm not gonna lie part of me was hoping you would be like well we're both black belts in wing chun and (laughs) (laughs) i am trying to find a new hobby maybe karate should be it oh (laughs) we did do taekwondo both of us as kids before we even knew each other oh nice yeah and we both a similar picture of us like in our karate or yeah (laughs) nice a dojo is a place where people go to train and get yeah. better at their craft, and I hope to do that. So Yeah, this roastery is kind of your lucky dojo. Yeah. Would you mind, you don't have to, but would you would you mind telling us what is the single origin that makes up Lucky Dojo? A uh, Columbia Santander Cachaloo washed. Product. Oh, nice. Um, I decided to go the Columbia route on the advice of my boss and I'm grateful for them for it because I guess Colombia's are always in season year round. It's not like oh. Ethiopia that's only like part of the year. Like you can mm-hmm. only find Colombia. And I guess Colombia is one of the origins that does a better job screening with no added cost. Like Oh, that's awesome. Coffee. So I was like, you know what, that's like good point. Um I think Colombia has like a good flavor to it. Yeah. I've rolled with the ease of a Columbia. Like it's just your origin again. Yeah. I was saying earlier when we ground it, when we were, cause we did a, 
we did a Chemex of it. We did this nice little pour over. Um, I was looking at, I was like, wow, there's actually still like a, a good amount of like mucilage in there. Like there's a good the amount chaff. of chaff yeah. left over. Um, like flavor wise, like it's very aromatic. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are liking it. Oh yeah, no, we love it actually. Yeah. Um, we shared it with uh, with Kathy today over at Walt. We did. Yeah, yeah that was good. We shared it. Uh, we we have like little meetings over at this local cafe, and we like every other week. I feel like we're bringing in another coffee and showing it to them, yeah. and we're like, "Hey, check this one out." <laughs> nice. You guys, we they brewed uh, they brewed a pour over of your coffee in upstate New York. So your coffee's already all over the place, man. That is super cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. And I love. Okay, here's one thing I gotta I gotta give you guys a shout out on this for sure. Like, so I didn't even notice that you were running the Bogo, like the the buy one get one. But I got the buy one get one, and not only that, like I I shared it on Instagram this morning. I love the little messages you guys sent. That was so personalized and such a nice thing. And like, you don't get to do that when you're like when you guys are like. Like when you have the issue of having other people run your company because you're doing so well, like you might not be able to do that. So that's a really nice moment to cherish. Like I actually, I put the little postcard in it up on my fridge with the post-it on it. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool to be able to be like fun with it at this stage. Because again, when you reach like that scale of, you know, higher production levels and it's, it's again, having other people do it, you mm-hmm. don't have as much opportunity to maybe be fun with it. Where yep. right now we can really be fun and personal with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bittersweet shift because you're like, oh, good problems. You know, we're so busy that we can't be too personal anymore, but we're busy and people like us. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then you have two other coffees that you're offering right now. I saw one. I just I just looked on your um on your Instagram shop. That's why I pulled up my phone. So yeah. the other one you have is called Psycho Kitty. What's that one? What's going on with that one? So that is a dark roast because I've had a good, I let my friend try a dark roast that I did and she like raved about it. She claims it's like some of the best coffees he's had. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was like, let's do the dark roast on October 31st because of all this. Yeah. So I was like, it just makes sense to drop a, dark roast on that day so i saved it for that day but i've had it for a while um it's psycho because of the song psycho killer there's a spin-off oh my god i totally sang that in my head when i saw it really yes that psycho killer kiss kiss say fa 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 you know that song right fa 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 better run 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 away right yeah yeah all right oh i love that song so that's where that Psycho Kitty's inspired from. There's a spoof for, to that song titled Psycho Kitty. I love and it. And since I have a cat going on, I was like, it's Halloween. It's a dark roast. This Gotta is do being Psycho Kitty. Yeah. And then you guys have the Ethiopian Coke that I saw, which dropped like literally the day after I ordered the, the Lucky Dojo. And I was like, oh, damn, I have to order another bag right now. Yeah. How do you guys like that Coke? I'm loving the coke. I think it's it's what we're sipping on right now, actually. Oh, nice. Oh, oh perf- wait. Hey, what's, what is segue. in your mug? <laughs> so you guys have the coke in your mug right now. Is, is That's honey processed, right? 
That's a honey process, yeah. Nice. Um, Luke did that last year for the first time ever. He, he did the did. Ethiopian honey process of local roastery here. Um, uh, Give me Luke Rock. Out. I mean, come on, he's awesome. Uh, crew coffee, he, crew coffee, baby. They so they did um, an Ethiopian coke last year, and it was so good. We, oh, yeah. we were just coming hot off the heels of drinking Costa Rican honey process too. Yeah, we actually like... we took that. Uh, so the coke came out in the late late fall. And we yep. actually gifted that Ethiopian coke to all of our friends. Who, oh, we did. Yeah. yeah, we bought a bunch. Yeah, I forgot about that. So we'll be we'll be ordering some Ethiopian coke from you guys pretty mm. soon. Um, so you guys are. How has the roasting process been for that? Was that one hard to profile for you and like dial into your expectations, or was it pretty easy to kind of predict based on what you've seen happen in the roastery? It was actually that more trial and error because I knew that I wanted to achieve something that mm -hmm. the time I was like ready to roll it out I was like this just isn't quite hitting the spot of what I want like what mm -hmm. I wanted to taste I was gonna roll with that roast originally but I was like I'm just not happy with it like go back to the drawing board mm -hmm. here's what I got as my result like let's see if I do like certain things differently, but I'll get the result that I want. Like I wanted yeah. something that was like juicy and fruity and I was getting like not quite that. You're getting more of like the caramel malty notes that you can get from honey process. Hmm. Yeah. And I want that from, for my Ethiopia because I wanted to offer this option to people that are looking for this, you know, mm. like you're looking for a juice bomb. Yes, a juice bomb. That's the way it's been described, like a fruit bomb. Yes. We, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got a. We have a buddy who like he just yeah he likes to hate on stuff like and, and it's he doesn't all, like to hate on stuff. Yeah. He just hates the word juice bomb. Yeah. He, well, he's a professional gelato maker. Like he he's, yeah. <laughs> Nick now Nick Rovazzini. I'll just say he doesn't. He's the man. He I love him. He hates stuff. He hates tasting <laughs> notes. He hates, he hates tasting, tasting notes. notes. Is what he hates. I don't know a lot He's about watching right now. I hope He's he is. Like, F you guys. Yeah, hey, if you give me one of those, Nick. No, I love you. Uh, if I know anything about roasting, and I don't know a whole lot personally, no. I've heard that uh, reeling in or dialing in a natural coffee is very hard. Trying to get the exact flavor profile you want out of a natural tends to be harder than washed counterparts. Is that like? Is that true? Is that kind of like knowledge? I would say so because there's, um, you just treat them, well, maybe not harder. I feel like a wash also, there's like certain things you want to achieve with a wash. They just right. each have like different characteristics that you want to bring out in the coffee. Um, a good rule of thumb for a natural is like just slow, low and slow. Like low keep and slow. your heat. Mm. Let's stretch it out. You want those sugars to caramelize. It's more of a delicate process, I guess, but you are dealing with like a more delicate coffee, I guess. Like mm -hmm. in a wider Roasting to me has been described like grilling a piece of meat. Like mm -hmm. the darker you take it, like the more you lose the characteristics of the origin, the more you pick up the notes of the roast. So like... Mm -hmm. When I'm doing a light roast, like I know that I'm, I want to be careful of that because like mistakes might show up more too. So mm -hmm. yep, that yeah. 
What are you roasting on right now? A Lauren Kestrel is what I'm roasting on. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, Matt was, uh, Loricona was just talking about the Loring the other day. I feel like everyone's getting a Loring. It might be like the It roaster right now. I've seen a, a few Yopers. Uh, and then Fernia's got, what does he have? He's That's a, a Probat? Uh, pro no. no. What is it? No, uh, no, Ozturk. No. Uh, yeah, he's got the Ozturk. We've got a few people buying Ozturks around here. Okay. I, I have not heard of that, actually. It's apparently just being really well represented around here. Because, yeah, like, it's, some, it's, like, it's 50 50. Like, people either love it or hate it. Okay. Yeah. It's right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would agree you, with okay. you. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm trying to like you're gather me my... that face. I'm like, I'm like, am I wrong? No, <laughs> that's that's the face of me trying to gather my limited roasting knowledge. Like, mm. I'm still learning, and that's kind of what I love about what we do is that yeah, we're learning as we go, and we're not afraid to ask questions. Right. Yeah. Our our whole origin, Upstate Coffee Collective, was community education was bringing people together mm -hmm. in within the community and like shining a spotlight on the talented um coffee industry that we have in upstate new york which is super underrepresented in like the national coffee scene um yeah. i think it's definitely up so and too. coming yeah. right but uh so we actually created community events and uh I, I this all came out of a passion project from both of us yeah him working in coffee myself mm -hmm. not at all um so you'll see me asking what might be like very simple questions for a guy who owns part you, of a coffee company. You, you know? get to watch Matt learn. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see me go like, huh? <laughs> you know, the light goes. That's off. cool. Did so? Have you only ever roasted on this Loring? Yes. Which nice. Loring, right? Well, another Loring, the okay. the smaller version of what we have now. So you're familiar with the Loring, like that's. Yeah, that's your weapon of choice. I know that it's like maybe one of the more um, user-friendly roasters. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to get my hands on like something that's going to challenge me again. Because like you said, like you're always learning in this industry. You never quite figure everything out. There's always something more. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Something new, something like that you want to perfect and even... Not saying that I've perfected like roasting on the Loring because there's still so much I need to learn, but yeah, I love that about this. I, I'm a learner, like, I love learning things. You're a forever student, right? I am. I've had one question. Um, I'm wondering if your experience in commercial real estate do you think that that will play a role down the line when maybe Attaboy is looking to? lease or own their own space right i feel like you already are like boom you've got it figured out well so i do i don't do commercial real estate typically oh. i do residential residential okay i thought i thought i heard commercial that could have been my bad i i sometimes like dabbled in the commercial realm a little bit um and have connections within the commercial real estate industry but haven't uh dove too deep into that so we're not sure if like i think the dream's always been to have like a brick and mortar in the future. I think this yeah. year though had us somewhat rethinking that. Like, should we open the storefront or should we just do this all online? You know, uh, uh, that's a good question. You know, like yeah. we were went to eat today and sad to say, but like one of our favorite restaurants was closed. Yeah. You know, we're like, oh man, 
Um, I considered whether we should get into brick and mortar or not. Um, I mean, you want a cafe, right? I would. That would be like my ultimate dream, I guess. Like, I want, I like that though. I don't know. I think the goal would be to be a 99.9% of the business to come from online. Yeah. And then almost have like a flagship store. Mm -hmm something where it's not the source of your revenue but it's kind of like a cool thing for uh fans of your brand to be able to come and person it makes it a destination right right exactly yeah and what it would allow you guys to do is like if you could get a space because i've been thinking similarly if you could get a space mm -hmm. where you where you're managing your business and running your business from it in the back and you have a small section in the front where people can come mm -hmm. and check it out as a destination. You have a smaller bar, a couple baristas maybe, mm -hmm. very low maintenance, very low overhead, but you use the majority of the space to manage your orders and bring in uh, you know, all of your inventory and maybe, you know, like for us, I would love a space in whatever, you know, brick and mortar we ever, if we ever do have, yeah. I'd love a space to do this podcast, you know? Yeah. And it's, so it's a multi-use space. You're not just sitting around waiting for customers to come in the door and hope that that's going to make you money because online is so huge, right? Oh yeah. Everyone learned that this year. Like the virtual world is huge. <laughs> yeah. And it's getting bigger. It always will. Yeah. I, I love everything that we've learned so far. Is is there any advice that you wish you had gotten when you first started your personal startup that you would give to other people starting a startup? Ooh, I would say maybe don't be shy. Yeah. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. For me, that was, I before all this, I barely had like a social media presence. Like my personal account, was like not active for like a pretty long time mm -hmm. and maybe mm -hmm. because like I'm a little bit like shy like on like putting your like starting your own brand is putting yourself out there totally. and that's so oh, like yeah. oh, yeah. I hate it like, yeah like I mean putting your creativity to the eyes of the public for critique yeah I hate that yes like, you know so um and I think like my whole thing has been, and I think it's like a, an important reminder is not with everything, but for certain things done is better than perfect. Yes. Oh, whoa. So, yeah, that's so important. Yeah. Cause you can get lost spinning your wheels forever trying to get, make it perfect. There, and yeah. there were times when she would be like, no, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready I mean, yet. I'm not ready. Is. And I was like, no, I was like, Give me your phone. I'm posting that post you don't want to post. Or I'm posting yeah. that Shit. putting that video up that you don't think is completely perfect and you want to redo for the hundredth time. Um, and again, I think certain things like you like with with your uh, quality of coffee. It's not just like no, just get it out there. Just get it out there, even if it sucks. You know, it, obviously you want to put a little bit more thought into it. But for a lot of things, um, launching to posting to content. I think a lot of times done is better than perfect. Otherwise you'll spend days and weeks critiquing it and not put out anything when, you know, you're in, in your mind, you're critiquing it, but to the general public, you know, they don't see that you're nervous on camera or they see yeah. that and they find that genuine, you know, they find that refreshing. Oh, definitely. 
There's a really smart jewelry professional that I know um, who calls that paralysis through analysis. Mm-hmm. That's what he calls that state. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll say it all the time. I, I've got like I've got one more really good question for you guys. Then we got one question we always ask people. Um, and then we're we're gonna wrap this thing up. But uh, just you guys are awesome, and you're super cute, and I love your story, and I love how much you guys support each other. I I just have to ask this for the sake of wholesomeness. Uh, what is your favorite characteristic about each other? Ooh, favorite characteristic. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. You don't have to just pick one, but like, yeah, that's the question at least. (laughs) I would say for Karen, her her generosity. Like, she's very. She's one of those people where if you like get to know her, she'll go above and beyond what I think a typical person would do. As far as like showing that she cares for you, like she she does she doesn't do the bare minimum. She'll go above and beyond and really try to um, like be intent about what she's doing for people. That's awesome. And I think that's where like the notes and the personalized things come in for the coffee too. Is she's genuinely like a marketing or business tactic? Or genuinely like appreciative that people are supporting her? You know. Um, for Zach, I would definitely say patience and contentment. Like those are qualities I wish I could learn. I could take from him and like, he's so patient and he's like content in every season, like with everything. I feel like that is something that like I strive to like get to that point. What's your favorite characteristic of Five Wife? My favorite quality about Kenzie is she is she is pure of heart. She's so sweet she and genuine and like just the most per- like she's just such a uh she has such a high um quality of being. She's, she's just bubbly too. She makes yeah. me yeah. She actually Karen, you kind of remind me of his wife a little bit. Like you, you guys are both very friendly, very bubbly, very smiley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we, we got one more question. Um, what's your jam? We asked this to everybody. Artist or a song that you're digging recently, even an album. It could be old or new. I'm ex- I was excited for this question. Yeah. Um, I'm going to answer it like two-part. Right now, my current jam is... I want Bombay Bicycle Club. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. I've never heard of them. They're pretty good. They're like an indie, like, poppy band. All right. Bombay Club. I look it up. I think I'm listening to their newest album. I'm not sure. It's been on repeat. Matt's looking it up right now. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, The second thing I just finished listening to, and now I'm waiting for him to tell me, the next thing is he got me into audiobooks and oh. he just David Goggins can't hurt me. And it's I, such a good read. I've been recommended that book by so many people. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. David Goggins. He, he had a crazy, crazy, I think like books like that, uh, like I've been listening to audiobooks for a little over a year. Like I really got into it. Like, Hey, I want to focus on 
because uh, I was listening to a lot of other stuff, and I'm in the car a lot with my job, like driving everywhere. Oh, yeah. So I kind of was thinking, like, all right, how can I make this like good productive time? So it became podcasts and audiobooks. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. I just listened to that one, and that one just makes you feel like you're such a pansy. Like, like you listen to it, you like listen to it. You're like, wow, I should never complain about anything ever. Not a chance. Like, you know. Um, and then I'm I'm listening to now um, "Crushing It" by Gary Vaynerchuk, which is like social media marketing and yeah. You yeah. just said that name today. You just said Gary V. Yeah, dude, Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk is. Uh, we're we're big fans of Gary V. We, we're trying to we're trying to indoctrinate Kevin into that. Uh, but yeah, his his insights are. He just he's always um, he sees the playing field for yeah. social media and and digital marketing. Yep. Um, and he just if you listen, he's always kind of has he has his finger on the pulse and he's got really great um, advice. Mm. Yeah, like I That's mean. Awesome. It is a basically like a redo or revision of Crush It, which was so because like it's changing every day, right? So like, yeah. And then even his book was a revision of Crushing It because he'd interject and be like, "Well, this has changed now," so he's definitely in the know with it. Um, so I listened to that, and then I'm listening to the artist Dominic Fike. So I've been listening to him on some. Jams. Yeah. Dominic Fike? Yeah. Yes. Dominic Fike. Is that music? Yeah. So, uh, audiobooks, which I primarily would listen to in the card. Dominic mm-hmm. Fike's the art that I've been getting into lately. Oh, cool. Well, we're checking him out too. Matt, what's your jam? What do you got? We all, we're always listening to stuff. I'm, I dig into music so, like, hard mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis like i'll literally just be like what's new today and like that's that's my finger on the pulse but like what do you listen to what well so last week um last week i said that my favorite or sorry my jam was um novo amor which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out and i have to i have to cut this into the into that episode is um I said he was like Dutch or like some sort of like Eastern European. Yeah. He's Welsh. He's from the UK. Oh, well. <laughs> so I was very wrong. But anyways. He's Western European. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what what I found was this time of year, I really love that kind of a vibe. The like fall yeah. is my vibe and I love listening to that kind of music. So you're ready for good winter. You fucking know I'm ready bon for good winter. Yeah. yeah, actually, yes. That's the literal bon name. Iver. Oh, yes. is that your jam? That's literally my jam. Oh, that's the literal translation of it. I, it's good I know. Okay. I love like, Bon Iver. Oh, uh, Bon Iver is amazing. Saw them what uh, last year? No, yeah, about a year ago. Uh, you guys got to yeah. see them. Yeah, yeah we were out in that lake. Um, it was pretty awesome. Her boss actually got us tickets. Yeah, it was just like, fun. hey, I know you like the band, so here you go. I love this guy. <laughs> oh, sick. Hook me up with your boss, dude. Um, My jam... Dude, okay. Do you guys... I'm. I Do might you guys be... listen to French rap? Or... No, it's not French rap this time. Um, it's it's Russian. No. Uh, so, uh, 
I might be the oldest person in this conversation right now, but when I was in, like, I want to say my sophomore year of high school, I was really into a band called Seven Dust. Have you guys ever heard of them? Yeah, they're so old. Don't even worry. They're all, like, close to 50 now. Um, <laughs> they're like, but they just released a new album. They're, de- they're like, metal. Like, they're, like, heavier. But the singer, John Witherspoon, has this beautifully... Okay, so he has, like, this amazing voice, and they just released a new album, and it came out of nowhere, and there was a part of me that was kind of like, <laughs> what is Seven Dust doing with a new album? And then there was another part that was like, all right, you know you got to listen to this, and I turned it on. I have been in love with it, and I've been getting, like, good workouts in uh, the tailor, like, uh, the, like tailored into the latter half of this week, Yep, and that's been my workout regimen. So Seven Dust, man, that new album, Blood and Stone. It sounds like something that should be on a Game of Thrones show, like Blood and Stone. <laughs> but then it's just like this really emotional, heavy. It's not like screaming metal. There's a little bit of like growling in it, but it's like still singing. There's notes and stuff. It's really good. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. interesting. We'll have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll send you guys a video. We'll see if you guys even dig the. This is old people music at this point. I saw I was on I was in the car the other day and Alien Ant Farm came on a classic rock station and I was like I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, you're 33. It's not like I'm you're old, pushing bro. 50, dude. I know, but it's, you know, the the law of exponential return. Like, we feel older the younger we are now. <laughs> I know. Anyway. I know. All right, guys. This has been awesome. Um, where can people find you? Obviously on Instagram. Other than that, our webpage, okay. attaboyroaster.com. Easy. Awesome. Same thing. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing little like four panel comics of the apathetic cat popping up on that website at some point. Do a, a full, probably a comic book. That's like our next goal. We want to do like Let's a, top, go. a coffee table comic book. Eventually. I don't know how soon. I will buy that. Yep. Two. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Count us as pre-orders. Put it up on Kickstarter and then just DM us. <laughs> hey, hey, there we go. <laughs> It'll be another startup for you guys to manage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, this this was our first podcast in the books now. Yeah. Nice. You guys crushed it. And might I add, you were not shy, so that was good. Yep. Yeah. Not shy. Practicing what you preach. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Uh, we will be in touch soon. I mean, we're going to shut this down now, but we'll talk to you ASAP. For sure. Perfect. Bye, guys. Have a good See you guys. See ya. See you guys.